Welcome, Libation Nation. This week, we have a tasty treat for you. <laughs> You're the it's one just, that likes the puns. I do like the puns, but you I do. just feel bad that the listeners have to hear from the beginning that I hate you. It's usually <laughs> towards the end of the show. You hate me by the end of the show. Yeah, usually. All right. But now we're just going right in it from the jump. It's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I just came up with that off the top of my head, actually. Off the fly? Yeah, just off the fly. It wasn't like planned. I didn't think about it while I was doing research on where we're going. We are going to the Tasty Table, located in Ossining, New York. 21 Campwoods Road. 2021 Best of Westchester winner. For brunch. I saw that on there. Yeah. Get your brunch on. See if they can keep it up for 2022. Yeah. That's exciting. Good for you, Tasty Table. I can't wait to try the Best of Brunch Westchester edition Tasty Table. Of 2021. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know what? They'll get it in 2022 and we'll be able to tell everyone, we had it already. We know. We know. We, know. You don't, you don't, we don't need Westchester Best to tell us. Yeah. We tell Westchester Best. <laughs> All right. Tasty tables where it's at. <laughs> we could tell them. They don't even have to sample it. We'll just tell them we'll and just, they'll we'll, know. We'll just tell them what to get. They'll get, know it's the best. Try the Huevos Francheros. Mm-hmm. It's not what, that's not what I'll be getting. <laughs> they could try it, too, if they'd like. I mean, I'm looking at nachos with guacamole and... You're on the dinner menu, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hungry right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm getting hungry too. I'm I'm looking at... They have a catering menu as well. That's amazing. Not a lot of restaurants have catering menus. Yeah, you guys should go on... Follow Tasty Table on Instagram. They do a really good job of showcasing their features, their mains, their specials, and even their catering menu and how they set it up. It's quite adorable which is why i'm hungry because i've been looking at this for like the last 10 minutes well chicken and waffles maybe this will be the day i finally get the chicken and waffles just so delicious you can enjoy brunch all day and dinner on thursdays and fridays at the tasty table french toast I can't stop looking at the this. tasty table is located at 21 camp woods road austin new york 10562 they are opened Wednesday through Friday from 9.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Thursday and Friday, they reopen again for dinner at 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And Saturday and Sundays, they're only open for brunch from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Breakfast burrito? <laughs> There's just so much here. So many burgers. Oh, my gosh. Are those fresh? Those are some fresh berries on that waffle right there. Oh my goodness. Belgian waffle. I'm looking at some fresh blueberries, it looks like. Amazing. Should I get into a little bit about the Tasty Table? Yeah. Okay, Tasty Table. While I look at their Instagram. The Tasty Table, our story. The Tasty Table brings a warm, inviting experience to Austin. Our dishes are created using only the finest and freshest ingredients. Inspired by our diverse backgrounds and love for cooking, we are focused on classic and comforting menu items that are made fresh daily. 
The Tasty Table is the perfect place to enjoy breakfast, lunch, or brunch. Don't forget to end each meal with one of our sweet treats. We look forward to serving you at our table. See you soon. A mozzarella stuffed chicken, Megan? I've never even heard of that. And I worked at Italian restaurants and Italian delis like my half of my life. Well, we're not going for dinner, so we'll already have to go back for dinner. Oh but we're going God. for brunch. Do you see the size of this pretzel here? No, I don't because I don't. I, I, oh. I, I'm, I'm not looking at that. Oh, my God. Tacos. There's taco. Look at all that sour cream on there. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to have to go here. For we are. Sure. We are going here. Thank God. Yes. This place looks. It looks good. It looks real good. It does. All their reviews are great. Long history in that family of. Yep, this iconic staple of Austin will live on in the memories of many forever. The Tasty Table invites you to join us to be a part of this location's next chapter. Cannoli pancakes. New cannoli. Can't eat that. It's like stuff. I will suffer will you? with my gluten allergy. I don't care. I will eat that. Don't forget, this Sunday, it's a double, the double shot. <laughs> I'm assuming there's like mimosas. Tons of mimosas there. One it's can, brunch. One can only hope. One can only hope. I am a fan of a good mimosa, especially if it's got a little little flavor to it. A little passion fruit? Possibly. A little, a little peach bellini up in there. Maybe some pineapple. Whoa. I'm down for a good mimosa. All right. Well, cheers to that. We are joined now by Lisa. Lisa, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I had the California omelet. I like that little dollop of... Um, sour cream inside the avocado. I ate that separate. <laughs> ate it separate. It was my dessert. It was really good. And the blood orange mimosa, really good. It was a good pour. Thank you. Now, who creates your menu here? Is it a collaborative effort? It's a collaborative collaborative effort with um, between my chef and I. Um, I continue to want this place to be somewhere where people feel like they are coming into a home. They're invited, um, a warm environment. Everything that we make is fresh. Um, so we always want to stay trendy, not have what everybody else has. And if we do have the basics, we always try to take it a step or two above so that it's something different and not what people would typically just be able to make at home. Thank you. <laughs> Even if I could have, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I totally would have shortcut it. Can you tell us a little bit about the Yeah, we opened in December of 2018. Um, my dream was always to open a restaurant. My family had restaurants when I was younger. I went through 25 years of a corporate career, and it was time for, you know, what's next? I just wanted to change. I had come in here. And um, I just had a vision to, it was the right size space, it was in the right location, it's in a community-based atmosphere, people can walk here, 
Um, and so it, it, and it was something that this restaurant has been something since 1950. And so there's a lot of history. It was originally Frank's Sweet Shop. We have the pictures up there. And people just um, always remembered it, had fond memories, and I wanted to continue that. So I wanted to make it somewhere where people, again, felt like they had a, um, a, they could come, they could feel like they were eating at home, but again, with a, with a flair. And so um, we completely redesigned the place. We wanted the menu to be comforting, but yet healthy and options for gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, and again, always kind of staying within that trend. Yes, okay. I am gluten-free, and I will tell you, all the gluten-free kids will be very happy to eat here. <laughs> I was surprised when I looked at the menu. There was a lot of options, and you state your options, which ones are gluten-free, and that's that's really that's really great for us to, to be able to see it right there on the menu. Um, and then you had vegan options on there, I noticed as well. And then when the waiter came to the table and he said, did you want toast, most of the time... Us gluten-free kids say, no, we don't. Um, but I asked if he had gluten-free toast. And you had two options of gluten-free toast. Blew me away. Yeah, you know, as when we had first opened, we had less options because we didn't really know that we were going to have so, so much of an audience for that. And that's one of the things that being this size and being able to still walk around to the tables and talking to all of our customers, we listen to what they ask for. And so things like that. If people want you know we keep at hearing the same requests and so forth after a couple we know it's not just you know a phase and really it's something that we have to bring so when i look at what we had at our menu from the beginning and how we've we, we've come a really long way and how much we've changed it really is based on what our audience needs we did and now 2022, I can tell you, run for your money because this is delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're hoping for 2022 too. So now you're trying to make people aware that you're now open for dinner a few nights a week. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So when we first opened, that was always our goal. We wanted to grow into it because we wanted to understand our audience. Um, this location had always been some level of more of a breakfast lunch place. And so we didn't know if we had the audience so much for dinner in this area and so forth. So now we've built up the clientele. We've built up our Google and our Yelp reviews, our, um, our online presence. And so it was that we were ready for the dinner. Um, so we opened in October for dinner two nights a week. The goal is to eventually move to um, Saturday evening as well, but we want to continue to build up that base. And um, you, again, it's, it's a completely different menu, but it's so related to a lot of our items that are on our brunch menu. So it's more of um, in a dinner flair, but um, we also got our, our wine and beer license um, nice. last spring. So that was another reason we were waiting because we wanted to stay competitive in that space. And so um, it's something that you know more and more people are finding out about. And you know we have information on our website, online. We put it on the tables as well, just to kind of keep getting the word out. And we can, as the uh, COVID numbers continue to go down, our numbers inside continue to increase, as you can see today. Yeah. And so we're getting the word out more and more about dinner. That's great. Now, what kind of items are you going to have, or and are already on? Yeah. So again, it's a lot of 
um, options for gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, healthy, not so healthy, but you know, still with that trendy flair. Um, we're putting a, um, a short rib grilled cheese uh, on the menu. I almost we also got that have today. we have yeah, it's really good. <laughs> we have um, a chicken avocado melt. Uh, we do a tasty bowl, so it's all gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan. You can pick your uh, your proteins. We have a lot of different salads, um, a lot of popular appetizers that we're keeping. We're adding shishito peppers. That's sort of the nice. new up and coming. Yeah. You know, everybody has them. Um, so we already have it, and now we're in about a week or two. We're going to introduce our, our spring menu. Great. Sweet. Now, we are located in Austin right now. Are you guys from Austin? You know, how did, actually, why did you choose this location? So we're original, we're, we are from Cortland Manor. Um, just an interesting thing. Um, as I was in transition of what's next, I was in corporate saying, I kind of, I want a next step. I want to, I want to do something entrepreneurial. Um, my friend who was from Austin had mentioned that the Wobble Cafe, that the um, prior owners were that were here, were selling, and I actually had never been to this side of Austin, and I just came in and looked at it. Um, it was, it had kind of, it was a little tired by that point. Everyone had sort of, um, this location had always, when changed hands, everyone just sort of band-aided it and just put new things in. It really just needed a complete refresh. So for me, it was a way to not walk into a turnkey place, but to make it our own. Nice. And so. As I was reading when the prior owner had mentioned that they were closing and moving on, and I was reading all the comments, it was more about the comments from people about just, you know, love the area, love that we can walk there, we don't want to see a place like this close, and so forth. And so it was that community. But now it seems far more than Austin, we have pulled from a lot of Westchester. Today, just walking around, it, you hear Harrison, Rye. Over the West Point, the Bronx. Um, Everyone yeah, the Bronx. Was from the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> Nyack. We get a lot of Briarcliff, Croton, Cortland, Peekskill, Pleasantville. So we do now more and more people as they find out about us. The majority of people are actually coming from a lot farther away. It, when we sat down, Cody posted that we were here, and he tagged the restaurant in it. And within like two seconds of him posting it, my phone went off, and I was like, "Are you already posting things?" I said, "Yeah." We were just like two or three people on there that were like. I've been wanting to try this place. Let us know how it is. Oh, great. Yeah, so great. I hope you said good things. <laughs> well, we haven't said anything yet. We haven't yet, said anything yet. Trust no, and believe I mean, we'll have we to will. say good things. We will. Yeah. Thank you. But it was... Yeah, I just basically said that we were just here. We, we're going to sit down with you in a few minutes after we ate. Great. Yeah, and they were so. like, oh, let us know how it is. I'm trying to try that place. And they're from Portland Manor, Montrose. Yeah, you know. that's really more... Because, again, there aren't... And now Kathleen's Tea Room closed as well. Yes. And so a lot of people... Okay. Not close... They... I mean, temporarily, but right now they are, and so people continue to look for brunch, lunch places. Now, how did you guys make it that you were able to thrive during the pandemic? Oh. <laughs> it, it was very difficult. Um, so right about a week before, we were in transition of a chef. And so um, the day, it was that Saturday, when the governor announced that we had to close, we had somebody come in and test, and it really, I mean, I was like, obviously, we, I mean, it was... We couldn't open after that and so we couldn't hire the person so my husband works in healthcare, and he's here on weekends he helps it's a family-run business my, my sister's here sometimes my niece my nephew my daughter my nephew I think was your waitstaff my dad helps out my husband's here on the weekends um, so he had said well I'm gonna be working from home for the next 
three weeks, right? Whatever well, we thought, thought it was, it was until three the end of March. Weeks. Right. And so he said, I'll come in and help you. And so at that point, it was myself, my husband, and my daughter did all of her schoolwork at the counter and did all of the curbside pickup, the answering wow. of the phone. We really had a pivot. We realized we used to do a, a small amount of Uber and DoorDash. I don't think ordering from restaurants was as much of a thing two, two years ago. It was, but maybe it was more like pizzeria-based yeah. than it was ordering. So we did have to transition. We got all the photos lined up so that people you know, could actually see what they were getting. We had, um, it, so it was, it was a number of different things. It was Uber and DoorDash, it was curbside pickup. It was a lot of our customers that didn't want to see us, you know, they wanted to see us survive. So we're just ordering from us. But then we also started doing dinners three nights a week. So we did family meals. Everyone was tired of cooking, tired of food shopping, couldn't find anything. So what we would do is put package deals together. We would announce it at the beginning of the week. They would place their orders. And then once we closed for lunch, we would then prep all the food wow. for dinner. But then the majority of it was um, we became part of meal trains for seven different hospitals and medical centers. So we delivered over 700 meals for that. But then the largest part is we partnered with a nonprofit organization called Galata House. And they basically help anyone in need um, in Westchester. So you may have a need today. You may not be needy all the time. And then they help you for that need, whether you wow. had a death in the family or um, different types of things. And so what he did is he partnered with different organizations to get funding. But then we also asked our customers to, to, to donate. And so we did over 7,000 meals with him. Wow. Yeah. So this, wow. beca this place really just became a production. Like... We would close for regular service. Nobody was in here, but once we had closed for the day, we would just, every single table was lined with dishes, and we were just going around, and then we would go and sometimes even help give them out as well. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I work at Westchester Medical Center. And they that were one of the train, recipients. Yeah, yeah, that meal train yeah. was something that, I mean, our... Yeah, we were, that was our biggest. We did um, Burke, um, White Plains Hospital, um, Westchester Medical, Phelps, Hudson Valley. We also did, which interestingly enough, people forgot about Sing Sing, the, yeah. the jail, because the nurses were in there, right? So she yeah. came in one day, the nurse, and she was like, well, nobody even thought of us. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have thought of you either. So, um, so we have um, a friend down in town, Mike Risco Music, and they were doing singing telegrams for, um, I believe, Mother's Day, and the money they raised they donated to us and then we fed the nurses at wow, Sing Sing. That's amazing. Yeah. Talk about giving so, back to your community. Yeah. So it was a very different feel in here. And even though once we opened after COVID and then we had outdoor seating, whatever, we still continue to do those meals. And every once in a while there's a need and he'll get funding and then we'll do we'll do it as well. That's amazing. Again. That's amazing. Thank you for that. That's amazing. Are you going to go back to outdoor seating? Oh yes. Yeah. Summertime? It's just a, oh yeah, absolutely. I we are can't wait um it's just we have to make sure the weather stabilizes yeah um and so we actually have everything blocked off we put uh, flowers and umbrellas and all that and so we have availability for 16 people out there and so oh, cool. it really oh, helps nice. us because we put four tables and people love sitting out there and it you know it's like you know, we make yeah. it really nice and cozy looking. Well, it's quiet too. Yeah, you, yeah. You're located in such yeah. an easily accessible mm -hmm. part of town here, but it's exactly. not a highway going past you, exactly. so it's nice. Since the mask mandate has been lifted, have you seen an increase? Absolutely. Yes. Nice. So um, December is usually our biggest month. 
mask mandate went into place and we it just everything plummeted we were august august through november were our busiest months since we we opened and we had to bring in extra staff and so forth it was we were pretty much where we expected to have been when we opened. That's great. Um, and then the mask ma mandate went into place and it took wow. about 24 hours for us to completely see, uh, we wow. completely plummeted. So where our December kind of brings us through January because January is typically a slow month for, um, for restaurants in general and then you add bad weather and just people dieting or they're just done with the holidays or going out or whatever the case is and then the cold weather and then you add that um, but I, I'm gonna say every single week we've been um, climbing steadily and now you really start seeing that I think the fear at least for now of COVID is not nearly what it was back in December I think you're right yeah you know I, I think that the main thing is we have stayed true to who we are and what the, the purpose of why we opened right and so we are very open, we're transparent, we're not perfect. When things go wrong, we, we want to talk to our customers, we want to hear the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, we, our customers trust us with their time and their money, and so we have to deliver, right? And so everything we make is completely from scratch. I hope you tasted that today. Yes, you can. Um, and it's, so it's not only about the the food, it's also about the service coming along with the food. So I always, when people leave, I want them to feel like, wow, I made the right decision to come there and I can't wait to come back. I follow you on Instagram and you guys have the cutest Instagram. Thank Let's you. Let's talk about your catering menu. Okay. A little bit because your catering pictures are adorable. Thank you. Yeah, we do a lot and we now we're getting really busy with the catering season. Um, we have done everything from a 99th birthday party to an eight-year-old American girl party where um, the grandmother of the, the girl brought in the author of the year of the, the book for, and so this place was pink teacups and everything. Oh, wow. I mean, literally. It, Those it was are dolls, right? Yes. yes. There were, dolls? And so the entire place was filled with pink balloons. And, oh, wow. Um, and so then we've done communion parties. Last week, at, last week we had, that's why it said we had yes. closed at 1.30. We had a baptism. But we've also done, last summer, which was, um, it was an incredible opportunity for us, Carnegie Hall has a group of students that they train uh, for the summer, it's 250 students. So we actually catered their event at Purchase College, and um, we brought in an avocado bar, a taco bar. We did like an empanada station. How do I sign up for that class? <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it's amazing, and I so it's all—it's actually—it's an amazing program. They they get funded, so they get to go this whole summer, and then they get to travel to Spain and everything else wow. and play these instruments. That's amazing. So yeah, so we were able to. We had to close for the day because we had yeah. to feed 250 people. So, wow. and um, so we we've done the you know the, anything and everything, and now we're getting really busy with graduation parties and everything else. And the thing is, we don't we I talk to the customer to understand who their audience is, what they need, what type of food, rather than just saying this is a package, right? Because we want to make it as custom to their and make it as memorable for them as possible. Right. That's amazing. So you can cater in or you can rent out space Correct. in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You can cater in, cater out, or you can rent out you know, the venue itself in the yes. restaurant here. Great. Now it seems like you have a lot of growth. In the future, is there a potential 
for a larger space. Tasty Table 2. So we do have a Tasty <laughs> Table 2, T-O-O. It is actually a satellite. We're up at Solaris in Yorktown. Okay. Uh, they are a sports club. And so right now, we are open on the days where they have soccer and basketball leagues. Nice. So if we're a commissary kitchen here, we cook all the food, and then we bring it up there. And the, the goal would be to eventually... We are open to the public, but to eventually promote so that people off the street can walk. There's um, medical buildings, and then there's a lot of um, it's, uh, very residential very as well. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I had no idea. It's yeah. Good to know. And I somebody asked down. us today if we would move across the street. <laughs> <laughs> but this is so cute. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It I really know. Is. Who's your favorite employee? <laughs> He every, asked that every single episode. Everybody, if you ask the lady, little ladies there, they would say my nephew. He wants to know who my favorite employee is. If you don't say me, I'm moving out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, careful. You don't, that, that tests how much you want your home. You are moving out. You're going to school. Bye. You're right. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to come back. Well, thank I, you. I can't wait to come yeah, back. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, that was Tasty Table. Lovely little family-run place in, right there in Ossining. Lisa was great. We got to speak to her husband, Monty. Yep. When we were done recording. And he has a special interest in the recording field as well. Yeah, he was really knowledgeable. Introduced us to some new platforms. Yeah, so we'll be testing those out over the next few weeks. And hopefully you'll be seeing more of us as well as hearing more of us on different platforms. I mean, people say we have a face for radio, but yep. well, you can be the judge. <laughs> Don't thank us too soon. Cody, what did you eat? The Tasty Table lived up to all of the Instagram expectations. It did. Oh, my goodness. I mean, when I saw that Instagram, I was just... Hungry. I, I didn't even know what to... <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what to order. Oh, but when I got there, I went with the California omelet. She had said it was on the special menu, and then it made it to the full time menu. It was really good. Listen. It was good. You got to do what you got to do. I had the chorizo breakfast tacos, Mm -hmm. I believe is what they were called. It was like chorizo scrambled eggs. I think so. Chorizo. And a little bit of some potatoes in there, all in these little like corn tortillas nice so good that's that was slathered in sour cream it looked amazing yeah i don't know if it was sour cream or that um some sort of aioli type thing yeah i don't whatever it was it was delicious i have no complaints i had an iced coffee there can't really Mm -hmm. mess up an iced coffee you think but you can you've had messed up iced coffee i have had messed up iced coffees it was delicious Good. Made perfectly. You Good. had the blood orange mimosa, right? I did, and that was delicious. It was uh it was nice and, and uh it was nice and strong. It you know, it had you could you could taste the champagne in it. And nice. you could taste the blood orange with a uh strong flavor of orange juice itself. I'm it almost good. surprised that you didn't do the flight of mimosas. There was a flight? Yeah. Next time. Oh, next time, it. we have to go back. I'm already planning what I'm going to get the next time. But I think I might go for dinner because 
Yeah. You know, Lisa was really telling us Fridays and uh, Thursdays, Thursdays and, Fridays. and Fridays, they reopen again for dinner. So you can go for brunch. Five to nine. And then at five o'clock, it reopens. Right? Was it five o'clock? Yeah, five yeah, to five nine, o'clock. I believe. You go back in and have dinner. Excellent. And I'm telling you, if dinner is anywhere near as good as brunch was, Tasty Table's the spot. I like that. It, and man, I tell you what, if I lived <laughs> if I lived in that neighborhood, done. I'd walk there every day. Permanent reservations. Yeah, and she has a little bar right when you walk in, you know, like dining, like uh, almost like a diner. Like a countertop, yeah. Yeah, that you could sit on and I would just have a reserved seat. <laughs> They'd have a little sign for you. I loved hearing about all the things that they did to give back to the community uh, during the pandemic. I mean, I know the pandemic's not over, but even beyond COVID, what they continuously do and the foundations that they work with to yeah, wow. provide you know, meals to people in need, whether it's you're just in need because you have some hardship or maybe you just you know, you're falling on a tough time, but it, it was just really, really amazing to, to hear about a woman and her company and a family that really, really pride themselves on the community that they serve. Yeah. I thought it was pretty amazing. In fact, we brought it up to other business owners that had asked, you know, what we've been hearing from other restauranteurs as to how they got through the pandemic, and that is definitely a story that we related. Yeah, it related, was amazing. Relate, 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 Yeah, pretty inspirational. Yeah, what a what a great fan. And I mean, you can tell by looking at them all that they are all related. Yeah, they they. they <laughs> I mean, it is a yeah. family run and family worked place, and. I just, I can't say enough about how great the staff was. So if you're looking to try something new, if you're in the area, even if you're coming from, I mean, I, three or four tables came up from the Bronx. This is true. This is true. <laughs> new Rochelle, I new think Rochelle, I heard. Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon, the Bronx. Uh, we came from here. <laughs> here where we live, here where this we place. Live, these places. But no, I mean... It was great. It was well worth the, the Sunday drive for sure. It was cozy. So you didn't feel like you were overwhelmed. It yeah. wasn't super loud. Clean. Very clean. Just just really great. Check out Tasty Table in Austining. Next and time we have to try the desserts. Yeah. I was just so full when they offered it to me. We're going to go down towards the river. Spring Street. Sing Sing Kills Brewery. We'll see you there.